0: 37 Disney Street, which isn't far from you. Three Disney fans have watched a film which they will now review. Hello friends, and welcome to 37 Disney Street. It's been over a year since our last show, and we're here to talk about Tron. I've gotten 2,415 times smarter since then. I'm Chris Fletcher.
1: I've got two I've got <laughs> 2,415 times smarter since then. I'm Lucy Rain.
0: <laughs> and if you're a user then everything you've done has been according to a plan hello pals I'm Hugh Rain oh well that is absolutely brilliant hello we everybody we got the
1: same quote this yeah. is why we need to discuss our quote. <gasps> well, normally, normally
0: we, we do we're yeah. out of practice normally we say what's your quote is it? Is it this uh, 2400 <laughs> alright don't do that one I'll do, I'll do this one yeah we didn't talk about it at all yeah, possibly it was the only memorable quote of the film maybe that's what it was I don't know hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Whoops.
0: it is yeah. Whoops. Well, we're back anyway. We're back with a classic show for the first time in a very, very long time and we're going to talk about Tron today, but it's a little bit different. And for those of you in the chat at the moment, you can tell it's different because we're recording this live. Um mm. I'm a, it's a bit daunting. Um I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to try and condense this into around about half an hour, mm. but we still have the same stuff to talk about as we've always had to talk about. And and I've started to realise just how long these jingles are, and they're going to take away from it all a bit. But also, did you notice we didn't have the big music flash at the at the start? It didn't go. It didn't swell up again and have a proper ending. I just faded it out because I thought I'm going to save us a minute. Okay, is that good? Yeah, it's fine. It, yeah, it does nicely crescendo that music. Right, yeah. so. Hugh, never, can, you remember, can you remember how we do this? Well, we break it up into three parts. Now, normally um, with the classics, we look at animation. So this time, we're probably looking at like story. And then when we do live action stuff, we look at visual effects yeah, or art direction type things. So, uh, and then we look at music and sound. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we award each of those categories ten points each between us. So three times three. Equals 90. So to get us out of uh, 100%, we're going to get our final 10 points from you. We used to get it from the kids, but we're going to get it from you this time. That's right. So over the last week, we've had... A- poll open and on twitter you've been able to go and sign in and uh follow the link and give us a score out of 10 for the film give us a score uh, we've pulled our information together so we have an actual score for it which we'll reveal later in the show we're also going to get the guys in the chat to give us three word reviews those of you who've watched the film um when we ask you you can post your three word reviews into the chat and we'll read some of those out i've got a couple myself actually i've got two three word reviews i think that's i'm gonna say that's allowed on this occasion
1: I'm going to use a lot more than three words. Oh, yeah. So, Otherwise, this will be a short show.
0: So I have a, a quick question for you, Lucy, before we move on to other things. Do you have any history to discuss?
1: Was I meant to do history?
0: Well, I, I, I don't know. I know that in the past, we have done when it's been older films. So if there was some, I didn't want to... I, should
1: have, I should have done history for this. Well, this would have been a good and interesting um, one yeah. to look at the development of. I'll be honest... I didn't
0: I think we decided we wouldn't to kind of like speed it up speed things yeah, along. That, that's what I thought as well but I didn't want to to jump into the story which is what we'll do in a second without L- asking you first Lucy's reading my notes and I covered them because you know I don't you know, I, it's, like, not, it's, it's a bit embarrassing I
1: wasn't reading them you moved your hand and it's fine
0: we spent quite a bit of the day today together today the three of us and uh, managed not to talk about Tron at all yeah shall we talk uh, about the story then let's talk about Tron so it's time to discuss how the story goes. I know it can't be worse than Oliver and Co. That's one for you, Aaron, who has uh, just, just got through um, Oliver and Company. <laughs> one of the mics is crackling a bit. That's Yes, that's Lucy's. Uh, is it constantly, have you been touching it?
1: I'm just not allowed I think to. to t- just I'm not allowed it to touch it and I'm being naughty.
0: Was she touching cause it? Because
1: it crackles. Did you touch
0: it? Is that why?
1: It is a loose connection, yes. There is a loose I connection. I will probably. Probably. I can't okay. remember touching if it. If it
0: keeps happening, uh, let us know. But, but I'm going to purchase a, a, a new XLR cable this week uh, to replace the old one. Go on then. <laughs> Tell us about the story. Using
1: Patreon funds that our live listeners contributed. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys.
0: <laughs> well, the story, um, <laughs> you'd be forgiven <laughs> for, for like about, f- like the first, like, it doesn't get off to a strong start, does it? And after like 10 minutes of this, um, you could be forgiven for going, sorry, what's going on?
1: Yes, that was where I... Yeah. I think there's three distinct acts go on here. Like, when I say acts, I mean three different stories that seem to chop the film into thirds.
0: Mm. There's a lot of boring talk about master control and people typing onto black screens and saying like, request access level six. And, you know, you're like... And, yeah. and then they seem to be reacting to it. So then it then cuts away into the digital world and you see this playing out. But then all they're seeing is a bit of text on the screen and all of a sudden Jeff Jeff Bridges is going, is going, oh, no, they've got me. And you're like, how did you get that from this bit of text on a screen? Yeah. I, need,
1: I need to make an observation. I think it was made... At, do we know what year it was made? 1982. 1980.
0: Yep. Oh, the same year I was made. There
1: you are. Oh. Um... <laughs> So it was made at a time when the general population were not computer literate in any way and people who were computer literate were seen to have, I don't want to say mystical powers, but it, it was like, it was, it was another level of knowledge that the the general public didn't have.
0: So basically and you so could say anything and they believe you. They
1: could say <laughs> on the, um, on a film. garbage. Yeah, they could just use pseudoscience and throw a few things in and, and you didn't really have to understand it. What you understood was that stuff was going on that these clever people understood about. Now, the thing is that we're watching at a time when we are, we've are we got supercomputers in our hands while we're watching the film. And it just... It's not um, as exciting as I think it will have been at the time. It's not as mystical and magical as it will have been at the time. It's really basic computers, <laughs> you know.
0: I, here's the thing for me. So... so... I did a bit of reading about it and the guy who wrote this film saw the the games that were being developed, like I think it was Pong or something like that, and he thought, Oh, you could actually translate those kind of games to a film, it would work quite well, and that's where the concept came from. And I think that was around 1977, something like that. So it's five years in the making this film. And game games like that were quite quite popular at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. But my impression of this film and I have seen it before a long, long time ago, but my impression of this film was that it was far more adventure than it ended up being, and and the whole idea of all these games and stuff, God, the whole thing's built on these bikes, mm-hmm. the whole thing's built on on light cycle. Is it light cycle the game called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's marketed on that. They've just built a ride, built a ride on it, and that takes up three or four minutes of the film mm. yeah. It's, yeah it's it's not a big part of it and all. that tell was the what, only
1: though. bit I'd ever seen was yeah. that kind of the riding. games
0: the two games they do play like the light cycle thing it's a great game yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Snake like snakes with Bikes uh, Snake with Bikes but the other game where they're kind of batting that ball back and forth and not only do they have to either catch it I used to have some of those scoops they're amazing or, they're so much fun to play with. but like when it hits when it hits their side of the court it knocks out one of the rings that they're standing on yeah so it's a really good game that mm. yeah mmm Really it's a great game. game for, for the two minutes that it's on the screen. Yeah. And then the rest of the time... It, it, oh.
1: <laughs> Where is... Okay, we are we are talking stories, so for very briefly, if, if I can pretend to have understood it, um, in the real world, there's a guy who did develop some software and then got kicked out of his job, but he is a gamer. And then somebody else is using the software that he developed to do something bad. I'm well, am the, the software no, the
0: software's reached a point of artificial intelligence where its intelligence where it's basically eating up all software, isn't yes. it? But also he wrote he he invented those games Yeah. and David Warner's character uh, who is at his height of villainous roles uh, having a year earlier played evil in Time Bandits.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. mm.
0: uh, he he has claimed these games as his own and he's making loads of money. So uh, Jeff Bridges' character Flynn wants to go in there and find a file that proves, you know, that he created those games. Mm. Is that all he's doing? Yeah, pretty much. He wants what's due to him. Yeah, that 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 is that's pretty. But then much at it. the same time, there's this computer that's getting out of control. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he's 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 forcing other game he's forcing forcing other programs to play games in a gladiatorial kind of way, mm. and, and then get, if and training di- them up to play the games. If that, they
1: die in the games, they get deleted. they get
0: deleted, yeah.
1: Um. But what what got me was when the human person who is a user kind of took the same form as a computer program. This is where I think it's very of its age because I used to think when I, I had an Usborne book about how the body worked and it had like, red blood cells were were little men marching around there was a
0: animated series about it yeah was brilliant
1: and and you you, learned a lot your gut was dealt with people pulling levers and stuff like that well i think that some people because again the general population don't know how computers work they kind of think oh programs that know how to do things and they've personified them do you know what i mean yeah but it actually makes no sense for them to be sonified in a single person like that, and then for a person to go into the computer and take the same form as that person, it's very weird. And, and yet... Very weird.
0: And yet, Lucy, you're, you're saying that this is very old and, and dated and we've got supercomputers in our hands, but if you take this in a like a social network and, and your I- identity being online kind of way, it actually works really, really well. Well, no, because one world. of them
1: was called RAM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how RAM works. No, you know, but the, and another but one had, said that it was an actuary program
0: but you had the, the so you had tron in in was, real life and you and you had tron the program inside the computer as well and you had yeah. the the girlfriend who's not the girlfriend they, they obviously there's something was going on between the two of them before yeah. and, but they never explore that uh, <laughs> so the, all these characters who appear in the real world also appear in the computer world as well yeah and it's a but, bit it's a bit muddy I isn't mean, that, it like, who's like? Is Tron the, the hero, or is I mean, Flynn is, isn't he? But the Tron, Tron is also the hero. But then he disappears for a massive chunk of it. Yeah, I, it, it's just such a confused thing. And also, by the way, can we mm. just talk about how seriously it takes itself? Yes, because the only person that doesn't take it seriously is Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah. who appears to have not learnt the lines. That he's been given exactly at all. There's a bit where just before the like Lebowski. There's a bit just before they drink the water where they're kind of looking out across the land, and he keeps he keeps kind of going uh, before he says a line. <laughs> yeah. He does it twice in like succession. That's exactly. And, and I was thinking, thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, is he doing this on purpose? Is that his style, or does he not really know what he's supposed to be saying? Yeah, I think he genuinely didn't know what he was yeah. supposed to be saying. But that that whole bit once once they start on the adventure, like it's like halfway through, and then they start journeying across the land. I love all that stuff. You know, and there's a chase and, you know, the, there's a mission and they're traveling on light beams. That's great. It's the pacing at the start because no, The first half hour is just dull, isn't it? Well, there's it? Yeah. no one telling you what's going on. So you just see, mm. keep seeing characters talking. And because uh, I haven't seen this for 10 years. And uh, the first time I saw it, I was so, like, in awe of the visuals. I'd never seen anything like it. That, uh, And I think the visuals hold up. Um, they that, do actually. That, like, uh, I, you know, I wasn't too bothered, but the second time I thought, oh, "Hang on, what's going on? What is the story? Is it's And the start is so slow. <laughs> I found, but it's relaxing though. I I found it more trippy than the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, I, yeah. That that the bit when they're drinking the the energy. Yeah, and and because it, it, it's really strange it? that suddenly they the they're by this lake of of energy water basically and they take a drink like they've been walking the desert for hours and hours and hours and they haven't been able to have anything to drink i guess that's what they were trying to get at that kind of feel of it Mm. and then with one sip they were utterly drunk and acted acted completely utterly crazy for like five seconds and then they went right come on let's carry on with our journey Mm. and it was gone but it was like a really wonderful little moment really funny little moment and then it just kind of fizzled out and that was it there was just there was a lot of that everything just felt like it hadn't been Fully thought out to me, and mm. it just made it really trippy and really difficult to follow.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's all I've got to say on the story because uh, we, we, we need to be in this along. We're we we? scoring it as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to score this round? Yes. Go on then. Well, I've got there. It was a muddy start, but it does pick up. And actually, once they start journeying across the land, I'm loving it. So I've given it an eight. I'm only subtracting two from like the slow start and they're slightly confusing but once once you get into it it's just a good romp across a digital land and it looks amazing so eight for story actually
1: Hugh you're tripping bro <laughs> five
0: I found it I, so, I, I, I can't understand how something can be entirely slapstick like the bit when they're trying to climb up the, the ramp before they go out, out that, that's just weird because it's blatantly just a block of wood that they're scrambling up that they could easily just walk up but they're struggling all this slapstick stuff going on. Then you've got this—the the, the, the bad guys are, take themselves so seriously, like it's genuinely this really serious thing. It's just—it's all over the place. I'm giving it a seven. It doesn't. <laughs> I've changed my mind. It doesn't know. It doesn't know if it's a, a comedy, if it's a, like some kind of like serious satire of social existence. Like, it, it's just so confused I, it's a five i'm sorry it is a five it's a five i didn't I explain myself
1: but... because i've got hiccups and i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> to talk between my hiccups but it's just like it's just confused and poorly paced and i think one of the reasons it's poorly paced is there's the hiccup is because of um they they want to get certain visual beats in there was some real there's a really weird. Sh- Sorry, hiccup again. Really <laughs> weird shots where the kind of zoom... I'll edit them out. zooming yeah. in to odd, odd something, and um, but it just takes a really long time to zoom towards it, and then then when you get to it, nothing's really happening. I'm gonna stop now.
0: I'm not gonna edit your hiccups out. It would take me forever. <laughs> Should we talk Thank about you. animation? Yes. Look at, at the, the animation, you yeah, the, the characterisation, characterisation you. you and don't, don't forget, forget the background and, and the style, yeah, man. We're going to have to change that jingle, aren't we? I know, visual effects, look at the visual, visual effects, effects, you <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to work, I'll have to find a different one. Well, as I said before, when I, when I first saw this, I was just like, wow, I'm loving it, I, just, I, I love the aesthetic, but I like the, not just the digital world aesthetic... But I like the early 80s, the offices and the fashion. It's that really sort of simple early 80s style where, you know, it's not gotten out of hand yet. It's just kind of really simple and everyone looks really cool. Uh, And then like, and again, like sticking into the real world, like that, you know, that sort of matte painting of the um, cubicles in the office. There's just like a sea of them going back forever. I I, I love all that. So I'm just, I'm just into it. And then, you know, don't get me started on the digital world, which is just like, it's, it's a trip, man. Do you know who the um, supervisor for special effects was? Um, I know Bruce Logan was the um, DOP. It was Harrison Ellenshaw. Oh, yeah. Who you might know, especially if you've watched the Industrial Light and Magic things recently. Ah. He's the one who painted all the fantastic backgrounds in Star Wars that that are so seamless you don't even realise it's a painting. Right. Um, And I think it shows his attention to detail how they've... Done such a good job of making that world where you, you can't tell where the foreground ends and the background mm. starts, and that's a it is a fusion of CGI because they did use CGI in this. Um, what they didn't do is CGI in real life together, that hasn't happened yet. I think that that was young Sherlock Holmes, I think, was the first time they did that. Mm. Was, oh, was that the first CGI character? Yes, character, yeah. Um, so there's some great CGI scenes, like like the, the light racer um scene, fantastic, which is absolutely fantastic, but they do such a good job of taking the the computerized stuff and the and the real world stuff and fusing it together, and all, not quite, but almost for its time, making it feel seamless. Mm. I, I I think it's absolutely stunning. Is that world? I love the fact that they're in black and white. Now I watched a making of this once, but I've forgotten how they did, did it. But it's actually more complex than you think. Filmed in black and white with with black backgrounds, apparently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, quite a lot of work's gone into it. An awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> An awful lot. Of yeah. Work. But then I like those um. Well those things called? Recognizers or something. Those things that chase them around. There's like gates. Yeah, I don't like those. Um, but they're so weird looking. The big M-shaped. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like what are they? Thing. No, but I like that because they're, no. so, they're so wacky.
1: I liked everything. And surreal. Except those. And there's a really bad shot. You know when he constructs his ship back together and but it's not quite right and like a foot mm. falls off. And... Yeah. it. It doesn't really work with gravity or physics. It's just kind of a bit... Go- it doesn't bit move goes, naturally at all. Does it? It? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, so it's not perfect. But I too was very impressed um, with the with the animation and how not dated it looked really. And I like the, uh, the opening sequence has just got little spots that reminded me of that game that we had as kids. It was called Light Up. You know, it's just loads of light bulb- bulbs and you yeah. press them to make patterns. Mm.
0: I think... The the one thing for me is that that makes me kind of question it a bit, maybe mark it down a bit. I don't know, but we've already got Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi is coming in another year. Yeah, and the the striding visual effects in those films, this feel to me feels a lot older. In feel, it, it almost has at times visually, it almost has a bit of a Doctor Who feel or a. Mm. Um, I, it, like the tone of it, I, I'm going away from the animation and visual effects a little bit, but the tone of it reminds me of like the Andromeda Strain film, which is right. The, but it, it has that real kind of early 70s sci fi film feel to it. And and I think I think if anything, I feel like it should be more than it is because of some of the other films that are around and some of the special effects that are mm-hmm. going on. But it's still pushing boundaries, and you have you kind of have to remember that all the stuff we've been through with the, with the classics. Every single film we were seeing, we're moving forward with this, we're, we're taking strides in this, we're, we're using Xerox now, and now we're introducing CGI and and this is a big part of that. You don't get you have films like this and you don't get films like Lawnmower Man ten years later. Yeah. Yeah, I know <laughs> I know, but and, and to be honest, it doesn't feel like it's made huge leaps and bounds from no, this to, to Lawnmower Man, does it? But but from a CGI point of view it will have done. And mm. Emma says, uh, I did love the animation of it. It's the only thing that boosted my score for the film. It's a bit of a um, uh, an avatar, isn't it? In that sense, the the visual effect is what carries it as a film. It's not the story. I, I I completely agree with that. There's there's a part like once once the journey across the land starts, where every shot is a masterpiece. That you know you'd like to have on your wall. Every shot is a work of art.
1: Bold statement, Hugh. Bold statement.
0: <laughs> it is though. Like it's just everything's so. Although all the backgrounds are so crisp and sort of. Um, expansive and magical. I love it. I love the bit when he jumps into the head and then... Go. Oh, <laughs> except the spinning <laughs> head, which looks terrible. That was. I think that's the first CGI face ever made. Well, if it is, it shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to score it? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay,
1: I will go first. So I'm going to give it a seven. I was pleasantly surprised. It is quite good to look at, but there's no denying... It, we can't compare this to like let me think of a really good CGI. I mean even like Lord of the Rings I know we're not meant to but it, it's it's no doubt it's early in it's days, I'm going to give it a 7
0: it's the first film to have fully CGI scenes in it and it might not, they might not go uh, like with with humans in as well but the way in which they interact and the way they bring them in to me is absolutely fantastic I love the look of it um, and I do think it's made big strides, so I'm going to give it an eight. Um, I'm going to have to sort of talk this out, because um, <laughs> I, I've i never seen anything like it, and it's iconic. And the first time I saw it, it blew me away, and I still like, I love to just sit and watch it. So, for that reason, I've got to give it a ten. Oh, man. <laughs> I like it when Lucy gets cross when I score something high. I'm
1: not cross. I'm not cross. Just I think, disappointed here. I think you've got very valid points. I'm glad I gave it a seven, not an eight, to balance it out. I, <laughs> I did toy with, an, toy with an eight. These hiccups are ruining my day. You have
0: to breathe out and hold it. Music. Yes. <laughs> Me, so, do, do, so, me, do, do, me, so, do, do, so, me, do. We are going to talk about the music. It's... Rake the songs and score the incident. Until Um... It's intense, isn't it? Yes. Continually intense. <laughs> pioneer Wendy Carlos. Uh, electro- electronic music pioneer. Ooh. Wendy Carlos. Um... She does some other things. I can't remember what. Does, um, but it sounds otherworldly and creepy. Yeah. But then there's also like a cinematic score as well with it.
1: What I noticed is how often there was no music at all. And this is quite rare for films. But they would do some... Like, there, was, there was somebody walking down a corridor and the footsteps... Oh, the footsteps are were, so
0: loud. They were loud, but oh. they
1: weren't like deliberately massively loud. They were just like sound mixing weirdly yeah. uncom and it made me feel uncomfortable but i think and even typing there was a lot of typing in this film and there wouldn't be music in the background you just say...
0: <laughs> some of the sound editing was poor
1: well was it poor or was it deliberate no, to, ma- some to of make the audio, you feel particularly in the early awkward. bits were
0: really difficult to hear and, mm. and follow And i imagine it's been digitally remastered since um since i last watched it so but yeah, some some of it wasn't. Played, I didn't know if they were distorted. They were
1: doing a thing, particularly with the the loud set. Sa- there was a one whole section where I noticed that every sound effect was strangely loud. Every door <laughs> that opened, every footprint. It's everything. like watching
0: Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um I I was sort of celebrating. I said that's the best sound production in TV history, and the, the guy who worked on the sound saw my tweet because it was on, like in a thread, and uh, like he said thanks, but he said. Um, it kind of like it was kind of upsetting for them to have to like work that way because they were going against all the laws <laughs> in learn and like sound editing and, and sound production. Great
1: pride in not doing that. Yeah, because
0: suddenly I'm mm. just talking about Garth Merengue now, but all of a sudden the, the the microphone will be really intense and all the background sound will just disappear and the footsteps are so loud and yeah you know, every shuffle every movement mm-hmm. and it was a bit like that in this. But I liked in this. Like, when they were just in... What do you call the digital world in this? Because, I, like, I was thinking, is that Tron? What's Tron? No, he's Tron. So where are they? The Matrix. They, they're just in the computer. Mainframe. Okay. Yeah.
1: They're
0: just in the computer. And um, when they're taking steps in there, everything's kind of going bang, 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 bang. And I thought that was great. The little farty noises when they're when they when they're walking, like, in the prison cells. Mm. I thought it was great. Yeah, there were some nice little sound effects and things in there. Um I do think part of the reason I think it took itself too seriously is because of the scoring, though. I I think the music is is part of what made it feel like it had this serious tone to it. I could listen to some of this music. Even the Journey song at the end. mm. Mm. Uh,
1: I think, if I think about the story, the visuals and the acting, I think it was the sound that had the biggest impact on me in terms that I did find the film... Um, Squirmily uncomfortable but in a way where I thought that's what they were going for and it was the music and the sound mixing but it made it, it turned it in it felt like a thriller when it probably yeah. wasn't necessarily a thriller but it felt like a thriller and I think that's what did it
0: did you not do you not think that every time that like when the when the people involved in making this film sit back and watch it or when they've watched an audience watch it and, and they look confused they just sat laughing their heads off at it I, I feel like the whole thing is just this big joke that's on us the whole thing and that isn't to say it's not an enjoyable film because it is an enjoyable film and the music is a big part of that as well but I just I feel like there's some people somewhere just laughing at the absurdity of, of the fact that people love this film I love it I think it's so weird that I enjoyed every moment <laughs> I did yeah. even, even the slow pace at the start I was thinking well that's true and a bit confusing but it's relaxed relaxing me is this. I'm very
1: yeah, I never aw- wanted to turn it off. I'm very aware that part of the reason this film was made was because they could. You know they were they were they <laughs> not dis- stop to think
0: whether or not they <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite quote. I quoted that on Twitter this week. Um, <laughs> they
1: were they were discovering new technology and so they were hmm. using the film as an experiment for things and you can you can see that sometimes and We're going back to art now, but when you say they're all just laughing at I think the people who made it, they were in it for the process of making it rather than the outcome. Mm. That might be the same for the composer and sound designer as well. There was just a lot of experimentation all round.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm there for it, man. Score it. Yes. Chris? I've put, wow, it's intense and really old-fashioned. Sets the mood, but in a really old Doctor Who kind of way. Five.
1: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna say six. I think I've given my reasons. It's um <laughs> I I did I liked I think it created a good atmosphere, but there were some weirdnesses about it.
0: I loved it, <laughs> and there's very little that detracts for me. So I'm gonna give it a nine. It's not perfect, but um, I'm not happy to listen to it. It's massively inventive. <laughs> you've got you've got pioneering. Uh, electronic musicians, uh, but yet I still find it enjoyable to listen to, and it's got a theatrical score as well with it. It works for me. Mm-hmm. Nine. Wow, you heard me. Now, now, I think I'm a very critical person. I'm, I'm the, the, one of the highest, oh, sorry, I moved
1: it. I moved, moved it. it. I've been told not to move it. I'm normally
0: sorry. one of the highest scoring people on this show. Um, I think, I think I am. Yeah, yeah. I would say uh, that. But like, if I love a film. I love it as it show, you know, as 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 my scores show. Very, very true. Now, we're in a position now where we've got this is a not score be, out of 90, but it's is, not a score This is not going to be a high-scoring uh, film, though. Oh, so we're, we're missing 10 points, we're Chris. Missing, we're missing 10 points, and as we mentioned at the, we do? <laughs> at the top, yeah, we've been asking Joe Public to give us a score out of 10. I'm glad we've done it this way, because getting Bonnie to score this and getting her to sit and watch it should have been... Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not sure she'd have liked she it. Well, she'd
1: have given it far like she did everything else.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Also, the, As the,
1: always, I give it a
0: far. The, the kids are um, they're a bit more grown up and not quite as cute now. So <laughs> I it's not quite the same as when they used to like muddle over the words and stuff and yeah. say really cute little things. Mm. they will be far too reasoned and they'd probably put us out of a job with the, with the <laughs> way we talk about things these days. Yeah. So, should we find out what... Ooh. Go on, Lucy, what
1: do you want to nope. say? I was, I was going to make a joke and it, it gone. I couldn't phrase it into a funny way. Continue. <laughs> Shall
0: should, should we see what the other ten points are going to be? Mmm. Okay. Mm. Pass the scores, please. Let's use new jingle <laughs> yeah do you like it it's
1: how I've waited all week for
0: <laughs> sounds a bit muffled to me but um, pass the
1: scores, I had please. to make
0: that by uh, I was looking around the room thinking I need to sound like I'm chewing so I, I scrunched up a post it note but when I put it in my mouth it had a taste on it like uh, there was like some kind of room spray smell on it so uh, very strange spray mouth. <laughs> yeah
1: play that again I need to appreciate it
0: mm. pass the scores please <laughs> So let's pass the scores, please. Because I'm going to give them to him, yeah. pass them, Yeah. but I've also taken all the car- scores, amalgamated them to get an actual total. Just passed I've them. Passed them. <laughs> so what do I... Six. Uh, they've given it a six. Six out of ten from, from, uh, from our listeners this time. Right. I do have a final score. We should... Um, what's it on Rotten Tomatoes? Well, I will tell you what—that's right, what we normally do. But we also do other things as well. So Lucy's gonna have a look on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, guys in the chat, if you want to start putting your three-word reviews in there now, if you've got any, <laughs> if anyone's listening, <laughs> is yeah. anyone still? If, if there, anyone's there? <laughs> Hugh. Yes. If do, do you have a cry factor? Yeah. Absolutely
1: <laughs> 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 beautiful. He really loves him. Mm. I don't know why <laughs>
0: they just can't be together. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh's cry factor. <laughs> Uh, There's not much to cry about here, and i cry at anything. Um, I didn't get emotional at all. What about
1: when Ram died?
0: um, I mean, maybe you could get up to a two out of five teardrops at a push, but it's not an emotional film. So I give it two teardrops, so it sounds like this. Very good.
1: You're saving (laughs) yourself up, because we're going to see Hamilton in December, aren't you?
0: Oh, God. I'm, I'm already embarrassed.
1: About how much you're going to cry. Yeah. Uh, it's In Rotten Tomatoes, the um, critics gave it 72%, mm. and the audience gave it a rather scathing 69 Although we've seen worse. 69
0: is not scathing.
1: We've seen worse, haven't we?
0: Mm. Well, we've scored it worse. Have we? <laughs> we, between us, have given it 68. Where, how, where's that compared to some of the classics, Hugh? What else is around the sixty-eight? Around the sixty-eight mark. Uh, let's see here. What have we got? Hmm. Hmm. Sixty-seven. Fun and fancy free. Uh, uh, Sixty-nine. Yeah. The haunted mansion. <laughs> I love, like, please listen to that because uh, there's a bit where Lucy gets exasperated.
1: Is that the Muppet one? No. Oh, no. no, no. Oh. It's, it's when I
0: start talking about the music and I and then I start, I hear Lucy make a noise and I go, I say something like, um, the music is at times brilliant. And, and Lucy's going, What? So me and Chris <laughs> tried, tried to get that score up. Um, Pocahontas was 69. God, that's a low score for Pokey, Pocahontas, isn't
1: it? It's got questionable social value as Pocahontas.
0: Pocus Pocus, 68. Ooh.
1: We didn't like it. Didn't it was the first time we'd I, all I watched still it. I 68
0: like, means we did like it. Well, yeah. Well, it's basically seven out of 10, which is like... Yeah. It's, it's all right, yeah. It give it a watch.
1: They can't all be Muppets Christmas Carol, guys. Which
0: is our exactly. only perfect score now we're going to come to the three word um, reviews in a second, but first off, shall we talk about our favourite bits? Yes. These are my favourite bits. 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 We get to enjoy Chris's jingles again. <laughs> Honestly, half of this show is the jingles now. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. I think everyone's favourite bit is the same. It's when Dumont spins around in his little console with his big hat on and his big wide shoulders and he's like, what?
1: What was he? That's what that. That's why I
0: it. like it. When he comes on, you're just like, this film's great, isn't it? <laughs> I'd actually forgotten about that bit.
1: So, oh, I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah,
0: so everyone is just, I uh, presume you know what I'm talking about, if you've seen it. Yeah. Just, they, they go and see this guy, and he's just in this big spinny thing. And he looks so weird. He's, he's like, he's just his shoulders poking out. I think it's, it's a no shame. No explanation. I think it's a shame when you see him, like, full body later getting tortured. Because I like to think he's just
1: some arms That's and just some it, shoulders yeah. and poking
0: out. And, like, leaning forward slightly. Dumont. <laughs> you you see, my favourite bit was when they when they were clambering up that, that piece of wood, <laughs> that, that slope, and making the right meal of it to get to the top to look out over the horizon. I just don't oh, he, know what yeah. it is about it, but yeah. I just, that really tickled me. to that piece? Yeah.
1: My favourite bit is when Jeff Bridges is playing computer games at the beginning, and they've done oh. a, a first-person view shot, and so he, he's doing like these really over-the-top face of someone who's never played a video game. He's going,
0: "Yeah." And the game he's playing <laughs> just involves him like he's supposed to be on like the last level. And, and then he k- finishes and goes And he's just shooting this slow moving thing and he's he's missing it at first and all he has to do is like point the thing upwards to it just doesn't it's not real it's not a realistic game, is that at all? This no. is
1: where I think he was knowingly dialing it in. He's mm. like I'm going my eye focus is gonna be slightly off where it should be here. I'm going to give a really inappropriate reaction to this right now. And I, I enjoyed it greatly. That was very Garth Merengue, that bit. Very.
0: Yeah. Three word reviews then. Uh, well, I thought one of them was uh, Emma saying very generous Hugh," but that's when, I, <laughs> that's when I scored it an eight and then I thought, actually, no, it's a seven for the story. Um, <laughs> Emma Sylvester then. Yeah, Emma says, of its time. <laughs> yeah. John says, uh, imaginative, bizarre fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Emma says that Cartier says, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron's got... Uh, couldn't keep watching oh. um, Aaron also says Star Wars holiday special oh, oh sorry no he's talking about something else uh, what we're saying he's oh, haunted Hot, mansion hot mansion stars. and Star Wars Christmas special to, uh, two of my favourite episodes for Lucy's reactions ah <laughs> um, yeah. I've written two three word reviews down yeah. and I know I'm not supposed to get two but I have the first one was what is this but then later, <laughs> later on I wrote down Bridges is perfect I, I thought he was great in it.
1: <laughs> I, like, I like Jeff Bridges in this. Um, there
0: is one other thing, right? Um, do you know Hugh? Where's Welker? Now, now, is this a trick? Because we were talking about Welker. Is Welker in this? No, he's not in it. Oh. It's his birthday today, so I wanted right. to press the button. Now I wanted to give him his dues. Regular listeners will know that Welker, well, now is uh, Alan Tudyk is now the Alan Welker of... The, yeah, the modern era who's right. like who's in everything but um, yeah Welker what's he called? Frank Welker Frank Welker um, yeah he does all sorts of animal noises throughout Disney film history he's an absolute legend uh, right? but it's his birthday today it is he's 77 years young and we love him he's also um, Scooby-Doo he is but like so many other characters as well uh, he's most of the characters in Scooby-Doo I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're just about done but we need to decide what we're going to review next month now. Ooh. So we'd all got a film, hadn't we? Uh, can we all oh, yeah. what our films were? Because I can't remember. Mine, mine was. was Return to Oz. Return to Oz is Hugh's suggestion. Mine
1: yeah. was... I, we really need to know that they're on Disney Plus before we promote them, oh, don't God, we? Oh, God, yeah. But Return
0: to Oz is. I'm pretty sure it is.
1: Mine was going to be Blackbeard's Ghost if it's on Disney Plus. Oh, I thought mm. you something
0: else. Did you have something else? That you I just see suggested Swiss fine. Family Robinson and changed right. mine for for um, Blackbeard's Ghost, and I said The Reluctant Dragon. Mm-hmm. So you guys in the chat, if you want to put down which one you'd like it to be, return to Oz, Reluctant Dragon, Blackbeard's Ghost, and that'll be the one that we review next time.
1: Ah, oh, can we just check that Blackbeard's Ghost? It is. It, it is. It is. Okay. Good.
0: Good. 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 They're all on there. They're all on there. There you go. Yeah, we should have done that before. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. So, We're cast your Vults. Cast your votes now. What would your vote be, Hugh? What well, for mine? Return to Return Oz. Return to Oz. What would but your that, vote be, but, Lucy? but I'm also thinking maybe what we should maybe we should do that at Halloween. I oh, see my my vote would be Return to Oz. <laughs> oh, would it? Oh yeah, yeah. I want to do Return to Oz. I want to I want to watch Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, look,
1: They're already voting. They're already voting. Excellent.
0: I do like the idea of doing The Reluctant Dragon because it, it isn't an animated classic, but it is animated and it and it's one of those um, fusion films like Mary Poppins, kind mm. of. And it's also a studio tour as well. It's, yeah, it's just, just a whole lot of good stuff. Um, and, and one that we probably should have reviewed at the time, I think. Mm. So yeah, there we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We've got two... I'm we've got two gonna, for Return to, to Us, I think. Three?
1: I'm not going to win, am I?
0: No, but... Oh, no, oh no. sorry. Uh, now, it, What's confusing is people are <laughs> mentioning Return to Us more than they're actually voting for it. So Emma says Return to Us gave me nightmares... But that's not a vote. No. She votes for Reluctant Dragon. And Aaron says... Return to Oz. Blackbeard's ghost is on Disney Plus. And Aaron also says, but I choose choose Return to Oz. Okay. (laughs) So that's two for Return Mm. to Oz. I'm a Return to Oz. It's all right. (laughs) Emma says, sorry. It's fine.
1: We need to get a poll up. We need to get a poll up. But please let me win.
0: Uh, Well, I think think we've pretty much made a decision. It's going to be Return to Oz. And I'm sorry if you're terrified by it.
1: No, Um, I don't. You can't on you can't do that you can't do that you can't say it's going to be a vote and then i will have two people that's like anecdotal evidence that's like saying well the majority of people yes, but because two I'll, people, the people said it.
0: chatting at the moment there are three of them and two of them have voted for return to ours
1: are we are we doing it instantly we're not putting it on a poll on patreon no, no. go on i'll put it on a poll on patreon
0: then i'll put, put it, it on a poll, poll on, on patreon. patreon oh that's a got a nice ring to it i think we need to make a jingle of that put it on a poll on patreon um and then we can make a decision but it's going to be returned to us Uh and i am
1: going to spend the next week campaigning for blackbeard's (laughs) Blackbeard's ghost
0: what we'll do though guys is whichever one wins will come off and we'll pick one extra one to add on to the other two for next time so Mm -hmm. we only ever get one new if i keep picking amazing ones you'll always win then it's all me baby have, yeah. you, have me. you got another one to add on
1: I've already got mine well I,
0: I had uh, Swiss Family Robinson in my back pocket but oh, that was But, I'm, but I'm not sure Wish now Swiss Family Robinson though because there's at least two films aren't there I don't know whichever one yeah. it was that made me laugh when he goes down the slide like, with his shoulders up remember that mm,
1: that's yeah. the original right I'm we'll conscious
0: have... of time so I'm yes. going gonna, gonna to call this it's been a blast being back and we'll be back in a month's time then with Return to Oz. Once it's been decided that's what we're doing, um, but possibly with something else. I also think we ought to consider doing *Haunted Mansion*, the new film that's just about to come out the oh, cinema, yes. because it looks pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, but we can decide on that and talk about that later. When's it so, coming out? A couple of weeks, I think. Is that all? Yeah, yeah, very soon. I thought silly. they just announced like who's playing Madame Leota. No, I thought it was out like nearly out. There's trailers and all sorts for it. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to look into it. Oh. Anyway, we'll call it. We'll call an end to this. Um, it's been great being back. Um, and we'll be back with this again in a month or so's time. We'll back with the DLP show next week and back with the uh, extra magic time as well for you Patreon types. Next week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.